your chakras really do hold all this information from your past that's going to affect, like I said, your perspective on life. And so when you're growing and the perspectives that you've learned in your past no longer apply to what you want to manifest now, Mm. that's when you really need chakra clearings. Okay. And I mean, I think your chakra, it's good to have your chakras open and clear every day so that you're free to grow and move in directions that are new to you. Uh, But when you're really, especially if you're going through a transition period, you know, you want to upper level, like really good to get chakra work done then because you're, you're shifting your perspective of what's possible. Welcome to the Good Life Coach Podcast. I am your host, Michelle Lamoureux. The intention of this show is to awaken you to your fullest potential. Join me each week for inspiring interviews to elevate an area of your life, as well as interviews with women entrepreneurs who are creating success on their own terms. Each episode provides actionable tips to guide you to design a life you love. Hey there, it's Michelle Lamoureux and welcome back to the Good Life Coach Podcast. So happy you are tuning in today. We are going to be talking about the energy centers in your body, specifically the meridians and the chakra system. Now, I'm not that familiar with the chakras. I've read about it. I've seen graphs online. I know that in yoga class, you may be clearing your chakras. I took a Reiki course in my early thirties where I learned a little bit about it, but I thought it would be interesting to understand more. So I decided to invite Lara Riggio back on the show. She was a guest a couple years ago, episode number 47. And at that time we talked about how to break through emotional blocks And I will link that episode in the show notes. We talked about stress and anxiety and how to use the body to calm your nervous system. And today, Lara is going to give us ways to clear our chakras and other exercises to create balance in the body. Lara has helped tens of thousands of people alleviate stress, anxiety, insomnia, muscle and joint pain, fatigue, and the limiting emotional patterns and beliefs that can sabotage relationships and career success through sessions, classes, and online videos and consults from her office in New York City. And I just had such a great time with Lara the first time she was on, and I'm thrilled that she's back. She has given us some exercises in this interview, and since it's a podcast, was kind enough to create a video. And so those of you who want to follow along are able to do so. To find that resource, you can head to thegoodlifecoach.com forward slash 136. And while you're there, I'd love to invite you to join the community. And as a thank you, you will receive a copy of my book, Design a Life You Love, A Woman's Guide to Living a Happier and More Fulfilled Life. Now, just a reminder, anytime we talk about your health and well-being, this is for informational and entertainment purposes only. It's a podcast. It is not intended to replace your relationship with your trusted healthcare practitioner or provider. So on that note, let's dive into the show. Here we go. Hey, Lara, welcome back to the show. Hi, it's so great to be back. (laughs) I'm so happy to have you back. Um, I've been wanting to talk about our energy bodies versus just our physical bodies. I feel like there's a lot of talk about mind, body, spirit, 
what does that all really mean? And, you know, how can we get connected? And I thought, who better to talk to than you based on your work, your energy work that you do. And um, just to give people a, just a, maybe a better understanding of how our thoughts connect to our emotions, connect to our vibration, connect to our body. And specifically, we kind of wanted to dive into chakras today because, you know, I think we've all seen those images with the pretty colors and the energy centers, but a lot of us really, including myself, don't really know what they mean. So before we dive in, just take a second to introduce yourself in your words. Sure. Uh, well, thanks again for having me. Our last conversation was so much fun. So I'm happy to be back and sharing this information with you again. And okay, so my name is Lara. I practice energy medicine. And I got into doing this work because I had chronic fatigue syndrome years and years ago. And I was tired all the time. I went from doctor to doctor to doctor and really didn't get any help. Uh, I even went to some functional doctors who helped me. I went on an elimination diet and, you know, cleaned up my diet. So I cleaned out my body, got rid of candida in my system. But even though I felt a little bit better from that, I really wasn't still my old energetic self. And I had been a professional dancer that then turned to fitness training and um, I, I would work out and get sick. So I couldn't really do the thing that I loved to do, which was really move. Mm. And even though I had done this diet, seen these doctors, and so I was really pretty still upset and looking for answers. And a friend of mine saw a book at Barnes & Noble called Energy Medicine by Diana Eden. And she picked it up and she's like, Lara, this is really for you. I got called to buy this book for you. And she went so far as finding me a practitioner in Brooklyn. And I went to see this person. And after the first session, I felt a difference. So with energy medicine, what we do, the way that we figure out what a person needs when they come to see us, we use, we use muscle testing. So in my, in my sessions, I'll have a client place, place their arm out in front and I'll press on their arm and I'll say, resist my pressure. And then I'll touch specific points on the body, which relate to specific meridians. Okay. So I'll touch a point and I'll say, resist my pressure again. If I'm touching that point and their arm goes down because they just can't hold the pressure, that means that that meridian is imbalanced. So then we can tap specific points, hold specific points, and then I can retest and then test that same point that was weak in the beginning and then retest it and it can be strong. And with that can come a new sense of energy. If you're working with the emotional system, actually, if you're working with the meridian system, period, it can affect you physically and emotionally. And that's one of the things that really turned me on about it. Ultimately, once I felt better physically and I no longer felt fatigued, I could work out again freely and I felt myself again. And the, the crazy thing is I knew I felt myself and I'll tell you exactly how. When I used to go see my practitioner in Brooklyn, I would walk up one flight of steps and then have to rest and then the next and then have to rest. I knew I was better when I bounded up all four flights with ease. And it was literally mm -hmm. like I used to do this and I couldn't do it. And now I can do it with ease. And there were a lot of things physically in my life that felt like that. But then once I felt better, I started knowing, noticing also the emotional implications of tapping and holding these meridian points. And that's really my sweet spot today. I do help people physically, but I really love helping people figure out 
what's bothering them, why it's bothering them. And then once they're able to release those upsetting emotions that are bothering them, how they can then take action toward having what they want versus just staying stuck in their circumstances. And so that's what my work is mostly focused on now. I do still do the physical work for some clients that come in, but it really is this emotional exploration. And I work with the meridians and the chakras, which I will continue to explain the difference between the both if you want me to keep going. Yes, I was going to say, yeah. please explain what a meridian is because yep. I don't, I'm not actually sure what that means. So acupuncturist, a lot of people know about acupuncture these days. Even yeah. Western medical doctors are even um, prescribing acupuncture these days as forms of treatment for neuromuscular problems and, and stress. And acupuncturists needle meridians. So meridians are lines of energy that flow through your body much the same way you have veins that that send blood, you know, to and from actually your veins go, send it your your blood from your heart to your muscles. Um, and um, that's the same way the meridians will deliver energy, but they're not through the vein, it's through the actual line, which is called the meridian. They'll deliver energy or chi to an organ. Mm-hmm. Now, in the process of that energy going to the organ, it's also going to run through specific muscle groups. It's going to also run through specific chakras too, which I'll talk about the connection between the, between the two. Mm-hmm. But um, like, for example, the bladder meridian, the bladder meridian starts at, in between your eyebrows, goes over your head and down both sides of your spine, down the backs of your legs and off your pinky toe. So that meridian because it runs down either side of the spine, it's going to affect back tightness and muscular tightness, tightness. It also is going to affect your central nervous system because it's so close to your spinal column. And so calming that meridian or sedating it can help you calm your central nervous system, calm your nerves, but also release back tension. Mm -hmm. And so beautiful about the meridian system that is unlike the way we look at the body in Western medicine and I'm a big proponent of Western medicine too. Like I really love the combination of both modalities because I think Western medicine is great at some things. And if you can apply Eastern and Chinese medicine and Ayurvedic healing at the same time, wow, you have such a winning formula. Um, you know, when you look at the body through the perspective and lens of Chinese medicine, we're looking at not, we're looking at a symptom and how it's energetically been caused via energy running through the the physical body, which is going to affect organs and organ function. But we're also looking at the emotional implications. And that is so huge because I find a lot of times when I even angle toward the emotional, like somebody comes in and they tell me, oh my gosh, I'm just so overwhelmed lately and stressed out. I can't sleep. I'm waking every night between 3 and 5 a.m. I will test those emotions. I will have them lean into the feelings of what they're stressed out about. And then I'll find out that once I sedate bladder meridian, that, oh my gosh, my back was so tight and now it's released too. So I often find it like moving into things from an emotional standpoint it affects the physical and vice versa. Okay. So, so that's the beautiful thing about the meridian system is those meridians affect you emotionally and physically, and they physically don't just affect the organ that they govern, but they affect your muscular system and, and just about anything that they pass 
you know, between, you know, the start and end of the meridian. Now, from an emotional standpoint, meridians are going to affect habituated reactions, Mm. while chakras are going to affect perspective. And I'm going to explain the difference. So let's just say you walk into a room and all of a sudden you hear like a loud noise and you have this triggered stress response. That is a habituated reaction. You hear something, your body reacts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you walk into the room and you notice you feel a certain way and start to, let's just say, feel self-doubt creep in because you walk into a party and like you're serving and all of a sudden you're feeling self-doubt. Yeah. That's more of a perspective issue. That's chakra. Survey the scene and now you're in this perspective and somehow it's reminded you of something that's then changing the way you actually see the world. It's not a reaction. It's a reality. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So when you're working with your clients, you're working, like you said, hand in hand with meridians and chakras. You're doing both. I'm doing both because usually, usually there is a perspective and a habituated reaction to that perspective. So yeah, Chris Carr has always, I coined this phrase from her, your issues are in your tissues. So your perspective may be your perspective. So it's hard for you to do something different than you've done before if your perspective is the same. But then you also have, like when you change your perspective and you're then trying to take action on the new perspective, work towards your goals and your new dreams, you may have a habituated reaction physically that may keep you from doing that thing that's on your goal list. Yeah. Now, can people work with both their meridians and their chakras on their own or do they need a... Oh, you're saying yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And if you go to my website... Yeah, my blog is packed with exercises where I give you the tools um, really at your fingertips because you're going to be tapping a lot of points, holding a lot of points. So uh, all of this can be done on your own and every client that I see. And I've been I've also been seeing people, you know, this past year, like exclusively virtually. Yeah. And it's been very cool because rather than me doing the work, I'm teaching my clients right off the bat to hold their own points And everyone is becoming so empowered because they know exactly what they need to do. And so uh, really learning to do it on your own is incredible. Yeah. It's interesting. Is emotional freedom technique EFT kind of aligned with this too? Because is it, is it meridian based or is it chakra or both? Cause I'm feeling like this point that by the eyebrows that you tap is like, well, so actually that's a bladder point. The first point, oh, that's a bladder point. That's a bladder point. Um, this is a triple each one of these. And here's a cool thing. So interesting. It is aligned. It's it's very much aligned with the meridian system. Um, Mm -hmm. now you tap the top of your head at the end. That could be opening your crown chakra, or it could be affecting bladder points. I actually, so I'm going to give you a few answers to that question. So emotional freedom technique is one way that you can tap meridian points to help you um, recognize and release emotions. And this is a really important distinction. Okay. When you're feeling whatever you're feeling emotionally, that's an upsetting feeling stress, like anything that is going to make you feel off your center, ungrounded, whatever. It's really important to feel it, feel where it is in your body, breathe into it, but then tapping these points helps your body better digest it. And that's like really actually, and I don't mean to interrupt you physically digested or emotionally or both. Well, 
I mean, based on my description just now of the meridians, it's yeah, both. It's so both, so yeah. you're moving energy. So when you move energy and you release energy, like let's say your bladder meridian, you may feel your back release. When you do your stomach, you may actually feel the stomach tightness that you felt from anxiety release. And, and that's that I always like to give people an example of how this feels. I mean, can I do that right now? Would you mind if I give everybody an example? I absolutely would not mind. So just so this interview at some point, hopefully I'm not going to make an exact promise of when it's coming out, but I'm going to be launching a YouTube channel. So when I have amazing guests like Lara on the show, who are trying to demonstrate things that we can do to empower ourselves, our body, you can see it and not just hear it because the work you do is so if you could describe it as your, I will absolutely explain it so that everybody that's just listening at this point, you can do it too. The only thing I would ask is that you have your hands free. So if you want to put your phone in your pocket, if you're walking or, you know, or put it on the table, so you have both hands free, that would be great. If you only have one hand free, then, um, and I wouldn't do this while you're driving though. So (laughs) you would go back to the podcast and rewind to this point to do it at home. Once you're out of the car, if you're driving, um, you could use one hand as well, but I just want you all to have an experience of this. Okay. Okay. I'll do it. That when you tap a specific meridian, you're not only affecting, like I said, the physical, but you're, you're also affecting the emotional. Mm. So bring up in your body, any stress that you might be feeling right now in your life. And then just feel where you feel in your body. Like, is it in your neck, your throat? Chest. Yours is your chest. Okay, great. So just focusing on that, kind of rated on a scale of one to 10, 10 being super tight or, you know, or the emotion being super intense, one being not at all. So where are you right now? I mean, like a five, it's not like huge. a five. Okay. Yeah. So we're just going to start tapping on it. Okay. So if you have both hands free, use both hands. And, and this is something that's a little different than EFT. I like to use both hands because why not get both sides? EFT just does one side of the face. So there's any time I think you tap, you know, and maybe the EFT people would think differently about this, but if you tap, you're moving energy. And when you move energy, you're helping your body digest it and release it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So tapping with two hands or one, to me, it doesn't matter. I do like to do two just because I like to get more, more energy through. Sure. That's it. Okay. So now go, what you're going to go in between your eyebrows, like top of your nose in between your eyebrows and just tap in between your eyebrows and focus on the feeling. And you're just going to think to yourself, I can feel this feeling and help my body release it. That's it. Now you're going to go to your temples, tap your temples. Okay. I can feel this feeling and help my body release it. And now you're going to go to the fronts of your cheeks, right under your eyes and tap there. I can feel this feeling and help my body release it. Now you're going to go under your nose, above your lip. I can feel this feeling and help my body release it. Now go under your lips on your chin. I am willing to feel this feeling and help my body release it. And now you're going to go on your neck, but underneath your neck, under the bone that's at the base of your neck, your clavicle, just tap there. I am willing to feel this feeling and help my body release it. Now you're going to go on your sternum. I can feel this feeling and help my body let it go. And then you're going to go on your rib cage just below your chest, and you're going to tap there. And if any of these are points are tender, you need this. 
So it's very I'm tender open. there under the chest yeah. hurts. Yeah. I'm willing to release this and let it go so that I can feel myself again. And now just stop and then just see how you feel. See if you release. Yeah, it's good. How it works now. It's great. Yeah. Honestly, so- I feel lighter. You feel, you feel, you feel it immediately. Immediately. And and the crazy thing about that is that I don't think we realize what kind of emotional stress we're walking around with until we do a release like this. And we're like, oh, I'm not that stressed. And then you're like, oh, I feel so much better having done that. And just think if we could walk around with this level of physical relaxation and ease. Pretty cool. And that took what, 30 seconds? Like it didn't take long at all through that series. And was that energy medicine? Because some of the tapping spots were similar to EFT. And for those of you who've never heard of emotional freedom technique, I'll link some resources in the show notes, or you can Google it. Again, it's another tapping of meridians, it sounds like, right, Lara? And it helps release these emotions and it's been proven to work. So. Yep. And I, I actually even have a video with a resource with all the points we just tapped that I'll give you a link to so that Amazing. you know they can do this again with me and see it. And then also have a PDF resource with all the points. Thank um, you. Is this, so is this Donna Eden's energy work that we just did energy or is fusion. kind of, is a this fusion? This is really a fusion. So like, so I take what I learned with Donna Eden. I take some EFT. I take, you know, I also study something called Psyche. Can you, you know, it's Psyche is, um, it's basically psychology and kinesiology combined. Um, there's a lot of essential oil work. I sort of yeah. like it all. And to be at this point, you know, I, I like to recognize everyone I've learned from because yeah. their work is, I wouldn't be who I am today without their work. Um, and, um, you know, but I, I th- there's so- certain things that I've just found work and I just do them kind of my way. And so this is a little bit of everything. And, and I think, you know, whatever you're out there that you're drawn to, there's no real right way. I don't think, I think that you, you kind of move toward whatever you're drawn to. So like, if you're hearing this podcast right now and you're resonating with it, like, Oh my God, if I say Donna Eden energy medicine, I need, you feel like ding, ding, ding. My guides are telling me I need to get that book. Go get the book. You know, if you're like, Oh, I want to see, do that tapping routine with Lara, like check out the tapping routine, you know? So follow your gut and, and follow what resonates with you. It will, your gut and your heart will always lead you to the right answers for you. I so believe in that. And also, I just think that honestly, that we're not as good to our bodies as we can be. And, you know, and I'll uh, speaking for myself as well, you know, you feel the aches, you feel the pains, and we often just push through it, or we're just so busy and doing things that we don't take the time. And what we just did literally did take 30 seconds and it feels so good. Well, where do chakras come into play here. I'll just tell you just a quick story. So when I was probably like 31 or 32, I had just gotten certified as a life coach in New York city. And probably that's where I learned about Reiki. And so I decided to do the level one Reiki certification. And there was just three of us in the class and we were working on the teacher. And she was like, says, she said to me something like your chakras are so cloudy or so. I don't know. She's like, we need to clear these. And I was like, she's like, are you very empathetic? Like, are you an empath? And I'm like, yes. She's like, oh, we got to clear your energy field. And I was like, what are you talking about? I just, that was the first time I ever heard of it. And, um, you know, she said doing Reiki helps with that. Now I've never really, I never practiced. I mean, I did on myself a little bit, like, you know, I'll put my hands. So anyone who's new to hearing what Reiki is, it's essentially like an energy work using your hands to, 
Is it um, with the meridians again? I don't know. Is this again meridians? You know, I don't practice Reiki, so again, it's something I can't quite see. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Use energy. I know yeah. it moves energy, but it's going to do it a little differently than what I'm about to share. Yeah. Um, but and I just thought it was funny because she was talking about my chakras, and I was like, okay, like I don't know what you're picking up on, but okay. Well, well I, I can tell you about the cloudy part. So, so basically, your chakras are energy centers, okay. and these energy centers have seven layers. And when they are, when they are open and um, unblocked, their energy spins to the right, to clockwise. When okay. they are blocked with information that you no longer need, and so this is the inform- So this is the thing. Chakras. Now you could you can hold other people's energies in your chakras, and if yeah. you're an empath and you're out there picking up other people's energies that might be what she was seeing. Yeah. But your your chakras really do hold all this information from your past that's going to affect like I said your perspective on life. And so when you're growing and like the perspectives that you've learned in your past no longer apply to what you want to manifest now, mm. that's when you really need chakra clearings. Okay. And I mean, I think your chakra, it's good to have your chakras open and clear every day so that you're free to grow and move in directions that are new to you. Uh, but when you're really, especially if you're going through a transition period, you know, you want to upper level, like really good to get chakra work done then because you're, you're shifting your perspective of what's possible. So when, when we clear chakras, the way Donna Eden does it is she spins them backwards. Okay. I've also learned and EFT does not do this, but I have learned that just tapping a chakra can also help clear it. And the reason that is, is that you can pull the energy out of it, spinning it backwards, which is counterclockwise. And you can, when you do that, you can actually feel energy come out of it. But when you actually tap it, so the chakras work, they, they, they kind of look like so I, I see energy in, like in my head, in the body, it's, it's a, I don't see it directly, but I can kind of see, and I also feel it kinesthetically and the chakra system, each chakra, it almost, the chakras look to me like almost like big ice cream cones, like wide ice cream cones, the top, the first layer is wider. The second layer is a little bit um, smaller in its, in its um, circumference third's a little smaller and down to the seventh layer, it's like the tip of the ice cream cone. And so um, each layer signifies like the first two, two layers are really like pretty current, current stuff that you're experiencing. Three, four, and five could be like previous childhood stuff or even past life stuff. Six layers, like more like personality. And the seventh layer is about really how you connect to where you're from, the divine and mother earth and like how you, your soul sort of navigates things. Um, so in those layers, you're going to hold a lot of information. And I could see if somebody's actually looking at you, if it's clogged with all that information, you know, it needs, and it's ready to be removed. I could see how it would look cloudy because it's, it's jumped up basically. So tapping them, spinning them. I, I, I have seen that that work for people both ways. Um, and like I said, EFT doesn't really tap chakras, but I do. And, um, each chakra has a very specific theme to it. The first chakra is about survival and safety. Uh, and even where it's located, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Where is it located? 
Your first chakra is really at the very base of your torso, like down by your pubic bone. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, Safety, survival. um, It can help you feel one with all that is Um, from a grounding perspective. It's what connects you to mother earth and your life force. Second chakra um, right below your belly button. You can think of the whole womb area. This is your center of creativity. It's where babies are, are made. It's where also creative ideas are born. Um, this is also, it's, it's the place where your inner self lies, your childlike self. It's also the place where you're going to be able to feel play and wonder. Okay. And self-worth. Okay. Moving up to your third chakra is your solar plexus. It's above your belly button. Um, and it pretty much, it's about the size of a size of your hand above your belly button. And that is your identity center that really, um, it, it affects and is affected by like who you see yourself to be in the world, your relationship to the world, your relationship to authority in the world. Um, what you feel you should or shouldn't do is held in those chakras. Uh, and even it can even impact what you believe you want based on what you think you can or cannot have even. Okay. Okay. So then your fifth chakra is your heart chakra. And it's right center of your chest, basically. That one is all about your ability to give and receive love. So um, giving and receiving, all heart chakra stuff, heart chakra issues. Uh, A lot of us are really good at giving, but not so good at receiving. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So um, So throat chakra, literally your throat, your neck, okay? Um, And the... Throat chakra is really about expressing yourself. The throat chakra is a little more complicated than the other chakras because it has many chambers on either side of it. And in those chambers, it holds information from all the chakras above and below it. So if you think about it, it's almost like a holding area for all the information from the lower and upper chakras that you're ultimately going to express. So this really needs to be cleared if you're working on expressing yourself. Then you have your third eye, which has to do with your ability to see a vision for yourself in the future. Um, any kind of thought that is, um, you know, any kind of thought that's not like concrete, any kind of planning, intuition, visualization, it's going to be your third eye chakra, your sixth chakra, and then your seventh chakra, your crown chakra is all about connecting to the divine, your guides, God. Um, and one was with, with all that is. Mm. And what's yeah. the significance of there's colors associated? Is it the colors of the rainbow too? I mean, what, what, what? Well, they are rainbow colors, but, um, and sometimes when I'm clearing a chakra, they will, people will maybe see that color sometimes. Um, you also can treat the chakras or, or clear them by shining that specific light in it. And, and also in a blinking way, that's kind of the same thing with tapping. So Chakras are like spinning funnels of energy. So if you almost think of like a black hole kind of thing, um, it's the funnel. So it's like this. So remember the top is big and it's spinning like this. If you were to tap it or blink a light into it, it's going to break up that energy. So the same way like sound waves can be broken up, the energy in your chakras can be broken up and then released. And so um, that's the way I've seen light used with the chakras. You can, you know, shine a light in, in a flashing way and it can help release the, that old information that way. If you have a particular like chakra that 
feels weakened by something, like you may be drawn to wearing that color of that chakra. Mm. So, I mean, that's one way that you could use the colors of the chakras. And you can find them easily. If you just Google like chakra colors, there'll right. be a million pictures that come up. Right. So, like, I mean, if you were feeling, you know, um, just like you maybe needed more guidance, you know, you might want to wear, you know, purple or like indigo blue to help you have more of a vision six chakra and then also connect to the divine more like, you know, those are colors that, you know, may help you feel more guided by your own intuition and also by the divine. So you could look at those colors in that way, like by wearing them, you could strengthen specific chakras. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's just interesting because in the images that you do see, like if somebody Googles chakras, they'll see the base. So base cutting upward, red, orange, yellow, green heart, blue throat. um, Like indigo color here. Right. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple, indigo. Right. And um, yeah, I just thought it was interesting because I didn't realize, you know, what's why are their colors associated? Do we know how old like this chakra is? Like how long? Have they been, do we know this, where it originated? I know that's not a fair question. Think about how long ago, you know, Ayurvedic healing was, was a viable form of medicine. I mean, I think that these, these modalities go back to like really like ancient cultures. Yeah. We're talking about, you know, these are, I mean, if you think about, you know, the history of just ancient cultures, these, these systems were present. And I mean, even the Egyptians, the Egyptians used essential oils. They found them in the pyramids. You know, and, and I mean, like, I know like the frankincense, you know, is a really great womb chakra clear. So like, I, I, I don't know if there's any specific hieroglyphics about chakras, but I can tell you that the essential oils that we know they used do affect the chakras. So, I mean, who knows, but I would just say this is all super ancient information yeah. and, you know, we're really using I mean, technology or exercises that have been used for a long time. So do you, yeah, that makes sense. And do you clear your chakras daily or as often as you can think of it? I mean, yeah. So I, I actually will wake up every morning. I test myself to see what I need when it's out of balance. And so I will do an emotional clearing for the meridians and the chakras every day based on what I need. And I have a, I have a class where I teach people how to do this themselves. They can do it on themselves, go, Hmm, what do I need to release today? Test it and then clear it. And I also have a train the trainer course where I teach people how to do it with clients as well. So, um, that's what I specifically do. And then, like I said, with my blog, I send out information about what people need, like based on what's going on in the world. So, you know, if there's been like springtime, right. A lot of seasonal allergies. I may send something out about how to strengthen your spleen and kidney and liver meridians to help better deal with um, seasonal allergies or, you know, or like mercury retrograde, like things like that. I'm, I often will see a lot of people who have similar imbalances and it gives me a read on what's going on. So then with my client practice, if I start seeing similar patterns, Right now, with the reintegration we're all going through coming out of the pandemic, there's a lot of stomach meridian and lung meridian and large intestine meridian and bladder meridian weakness, but it's all related to stomach. So stomach emotionally is about trusting the process of life. And bladder is about being able to trust that in the future, everything's going to be okay. So fear of the unknown is coming up for a lot of people. So mm-hmm. I'm finding that tapping the cheek with the inside the eyebrow while you say a 
statement like, um, you know, as I make choices which are aligned with what I want, I can trust my future, something like that, right? Mm. You know, and so stomach with that, stomach and lung, which is about having faith, that's coming up a lot. So trusting the process of life, trusting we can have faith with the process of life, all that is coming up right now. And I just do want to reiterate for everybody out there that's hearing this is that what I just said is true. In every situation you're in, you always have choices. And sometimes it doesn't always feel that way based on our program, based on our habituated response, and also based on our perception, okay? But if you can calm whatever that feeling is with the exercise that you're going to have get a link to that you guys did earlier, um, and then tap into your heart and figure out what you want, you can always trust the process of life because you'll be making choices that are going to be aligning with you with more and more of what you want over time. Mm -hmm. And so nothing happens overnight, but you're, you never have to be a victim to your circumstances. You can make choices now that you're an adult that slowly and surely will and can set you free. Yeah, this is so good. And if somebody wants to just clear, can they just literally tap on those energy centers that we talked about and maybe just vision it's spinning or what, what would you recommend? How would they do it to so, clear? So what I like to do, and I'll give you a video for this too. I'll give you a meridian clearing. I'll give you a chakra clearing um, for your guests. Um, yeah. You just put one hand on your forehead. So if you yeah. literally put your hand across your forehead above your eyebrows, so it's yeah. literally resting between your eyebrows and your hairline, and then you tap on each chakra. So the one that's that most people are affected by right now yeah. is identity chakra, because as our world is changing, we're stepping back into it. It's affecting the way we perceive ourselves. Yep. So just put the other hand on the above your belly button with a full hand. And just, if you just tap that, so tap your third chakra. And as you tap your third chakra, you can just think to yourself, um, knowing what I want, I can make choices which keep me safe and free. Knowing what I want, I can make choices which keep me safe and free. Knowing what I want, I can make choices which keep me safe and free. So that would be a good one to do right now as we're integrating back into society to reinforce that you know who you are. You know, if you tap into your heart, you know what you want and you know who you are and with the knowledge of those two, two things, you'll be able to move forward and it'll be okay. So, you know, your identity is intact. You just need to make choices that are going to align with your values and ultimately with what you want. So that's a good exercise for this time right now. Yeah, no, this is great. And I know we're coming close to the end, but I just quickly, if people are taking in, there's so much coming at us. There's a lot of division right now. I mean, everyone's feeling it on some level, even if you're in a belief system, wherever you sit on it, I think that we can't help but be impacted. And those of us who are very much empaths are feeling it probably times a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, what it feels like. So any, ad, any advice there? I think right now with everything that's happened in this past year, like life is not the way it ever was, right? Mm -hmm. We've never really experienced anything like that. So people are trying to find somewhere to belong yeah. because they don't know where to sit or stand because yeah. everything's so different. And the exercise I just gave could help you just stand where you want to be mm, okay, in your own body. Yeah. And I just 
I want everybody to hear this, like standing where you want to be will actually help you the most. Now, in terms of there's, in terms of being affected by energies out there that are not your own though, and being swayed just because there's a lot going on out there, this is for all my empaths out there. Okay. So, um, I feel you, I am one of you, I get you. And I have to say during the election, one of the things I found myself doing was I was sort of like putting my energetic tentacles out beyond my field to feel what was going on. And then I started feeling like total crap, like literally waking up feeling fatigued and awful because there was just so much fighting. And, you know, I had to stop doing that. I had to learn not to do that because it was really causing my body stress. So instead of doing that, I got up every morning and I would, would, what Donna Eden calls a a zip up, which is tracing your um, central meridian up. So um, just everybody out there, just think of the news. Okay. Think of something on the news that's bothered you in the last week. Okay. (laughs) And I just want you to think about how that feels. Mm -hmm. Feel Where do you feel that in your body? Okay. Now, what we're going to do is just trace this meridian up. So you're going to place both hands at your pubic bone. And then very slowly, you're going to just trace up. It's like trace up in the direction of your belly button, very slowly. You're going to cross your belly button, go up your center line. And then you're going to get to your sternum. You're going to slowly go up your sternum, up your neck, and then you're just going to twist above your lips. Okay. Now think about the news. And immediately when I think about the news, I feel like there's kind of like a, a, like almost like a clear wall between me and it. Now it's not in my field. It's distant. How does that feel for you? Cause you just did this. for the I first actually time. felt that. I truly felt that for sure. So that- That is putting an energetic line between you and the world Mm. so that you can still take things in. It's funny what I visualized when I did that, because I was trying to think about, hmm, what are they going to feel when they do this? And I was like, what am I feeling? And it literally felt like this like plexiglass, like wall came down between me and the world. And like, I could see out, but I knew it couldn't get into me. And that's what drawing this line does. It draws this energetic boundary that you can see through, right? You can feel through, but stuff just can't come in on you Mm. without your permission. And so for all my empaths out there, just zipping up like that is key. I'll give you that exercise too. So you're going to get through. I love that. You're amazing. Um, And I feel like what you talked about was just the intentionality of being very intentional about, okay, as you're doing it, it's sending a signal. Like I am creating this boundary and it's safe and okay for me to do this. I yep. love it. Where can I direct people so we can get all these great resources? Where do um, I direct you them? My website, Lara, Lara Riggio.com. So L A R A R I G G I O.com. And um, stay tuned. I'm also going to be having, I'm creating a new personality quiz that is going to be able to help you determine what your, Chinese element is your most dominant element, which is an unbelievable thing to know about yourself because it shows you how you um, can strengthen your system, what stresses you so you can avoid it. I'm even going to have a section in it on how you, with the meridians that are most dominant for you, uh, can ultimately pull any infections out of your body um, by manipulating these specific meridians. You know, if you're what, what meridians would be 
add effect if, if you're having trouble sleeping during a specific period of the night. So it's going to be just filled with resources wow. so for that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and get in uh, my blog list will be sharing the information for that. So sign up for my blog to get, to get word about that when it happens. And um, like I said, every week I send out something like this week was all about the eclipse and how that's affecting people. And oh, this astrology stuff really affects people's energies. So you want to know what's going on and how to protect your energies and, and even benefit from this energy. I love it. I love it. Always such a pleasure to talk to you. So interesting. And, you know, people need to be aware. We, we have energy coursing through our bodies all the time and we feel it on some levels, you know, I feel tired, I feel whatever, but we have more control over taking, we can do things to take care of ourselves and basically protect that energy. And that's, that was the intention of this conversation. So I hope that it was useful and so grateful to Lara. Definitely check out her blog. I'll have that listed in the show notes. So fun always talking to you. So much love and energy, everybody. Yeah, I love that. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope you gained some new information or inspiration for your life. That is that the essence of this show is to really wake up to what's possible for you to reclaim your beautiful voice and to really learn to love and prioritize yourself. So if you gained any value from any of the conversations you've tuned into, make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. You can do that right now on your phone. And please do consider leaving a rating and review if you have yet to do so on Apple Podcasts. It's actually how more women can find the show. And I really want to grow a community of women who are loving themselves and living full on. So thank you as always for tuning in. And I look forward to reconnecting with you next Wednesday. Bye for now.